not a man that's sad and lonely And all I gotta do is act naturally Well, I'll bet you I'm a gonna be a big star Might win an Oscar, you can't Hello, welcome to Meet Me at the Movies. Noel T. Manning II here. So glad that you decided to take some time to spend with us right here on C19 TV or through WG, WG for the radio and podcast version. We appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I tell you, uh, over the past year and a half, it feels like, actually it feels like more like a decade and a half, there have been a lot of films that we had been hoping to see in the theaters. Some of those decided to transition to the at-home screen uh, while also trying to make it happen in a theatrical way. Uh, others decided to just hold their horses until a better time came. A Quiet Place uh, sequel and James Bond, Mission Impossible. There are a few others, the Fast and the Furious films. There are a few others that kind of decided they're going to wait it out and see what happens and, uh, and see when we come out of the other end uh, of the pandemic and, and theaters are back in action. Uh, as we've seen over the course of the past few weeks, uh, there are some theaters that actually have decided they're not going to get back into action, but yet others have said, yep, we're coming back. We're going to come back strong. We're going to be bigger and better than ever. Just give us time. I, for one, and I know Greg Tillman is for two, we miss that theatrical experience and throw in my son, uh, Thomas Manning as well. We, we do miss that theatrical experience for certain films and, and you may be feeling the same way. But I know others who have said, you know what? I'm perfectly content just watching from home now on. Jeff Powell, a friend of mine who's also been on, on this show, is perfectly fine just watching things at home when that happens. So no matter which category you are in, whether you want to wait till things come out and watch them at home or whether you want to go to the theaters, there's always something out there for you to watch. And that's what's been amazing for me throughout um, the pandemic is that we have never been hurting for some type of visual cinematic entertainment. And, and some of that cinematic entertainment has come in the form of, uh, of TV series, streaming series, films that decided we're just going to go ahead and get it out there. I mean, Wonder Woman was one of those, Wonder Woman 84, that uh, I think maybe could have waited uh, to just be a theatrical release instead of being uh, theatrical and at home release through HBO Max. Certain films feel like they need to be on the big screen. The Kong Godzilla film is one of those as well that I just feels like, I felt like it needed that to really uh, be able to, to feel that appreciation for it even more because of the scope of that kind of film. Still loved it. I, I still knew what I was getting into, uh, but I would have loved to have seen that on the big screen. So all that to say, whatever you decide and however you decide to embrace cinema, 
and whatever you define that to mean. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you appreciate it. And if you are looking for the theaters again, that time is coming. That time is coming. Now, are we going to be seeing the massive blockbusters where people are standing in line and waiting for hours to see films again? Yeah, it'll happen, uh, but it may take a while. So if you're one of those that wants to have a completely crowded theater where somebody is eating your popcorn that you don't even know, you may have to wait just a little bit longer for that experience. So hold your horses, uh, hold your horses like James Bond and the Quiet Place team, and, and we'll just see what happens. So I've got a lot of films today I'm going to try to talk to and try to get into. Uh, some of these may have been better on a big screen. Others are perfectly fine, just however you choose to watch it, whether it's your home theater or whether it's a laptop or even if you decide to watch something on a, a phone or a mobile device. One that I'm going to talk about starting things off uh, is a film that you've probably never heard of, uh, never even considered thinking about but it's one that I think would be just fine watching it at home. But right now, it's actually only in limited theaters. The film is called Limbo. Uh, it's a film that explores the Syrian refugee crisis, and it does it in a dramatic comedy way. It's a dramedy. There's plenty of heartfelt uh, introspection in this film. It gets you to think while also getting you to laugh. And sometimes that's a hard thing to do. Uh, it tackles a really challenging subject through the black, uh, through the backdrop of musicians and the impact of that universal language of music and the connection of that language uh, of music through this refugee crisis. Wonderful characters. Uh, I love the writing and the directorial debut as well from a Scottish director, Ben Sherrock, or is it Sherrock? I'm not really sure but it's been from Scotland. Uh, this film provides a really wonderful balance of uplifting moments and realistic and sometimes some gut-wrenching commentary. It's commentary about family separation, about uncertainty, and about also asking ourselves, where do we go from here? The film is called Limbo and I highly recommend it. And I'm giving Limbo an A rating and it is now exclusively in theaters. Uh, we'll see uh, when it will be hitting your homes. Now, there's another film that you can catch at home, but I think actually would have played really well on the big screen. It's available through Amazon Prime, and it's called Without Remorse. Uh, Michael B. Jordan stars as John Clark, who is a Navy SEAL, who becomes the target of a hit squad after his team takes on a mission that really kind of upsets the balance of political figures in the United States and in Russia. After Clark's wife and his unborn child becomes the victim of an armed invasion, Clark decides to take this personally, and he becomes this Earl Owensby-type revenge character, and he's also a one-man wrecking crew, just brings a few others along for the ride. Uh, it's based on the work of Tom Clancy, and I think it, this would be a perfect streaming series or a TV series, or even a series of films. Uh, Jordan is a solid action star, and his performance in this, without remorse, uh, is both emotional and it's also engaging. He's got it.
He is a true action star and a true actor as well. The cast also includes uh, Jody Turner-Smith. Let me get that out there. Uh, Jody Turner-Smith stars in this along with Jamie Bell and Guy Pearce. Uh, marvelous, absolutely marvelous action sequences, the cinematography, the effects, the sound design, all of these are stellar. And that's why I think a film like this almost craves to be in a theater or at least in a really good home setup. Uh, there's some painful drama in this and very few moments of levity and very few moments to actually have the opportunity to breathe. It's nonstop. So who's going to like this film? I think action film, uh, action fans are going to like this. Tom Clancy fans. Uh, if you like Maccabee Jordan, uh, I, I think you're going to be drawn to this. Uh, although there's really nothing new in this action formula piece. Um, if it became a franchise, I'd watch it. I was drawn to it. And it's one of those that my wife and I both just enjoyed. And we were glad to be along for the ride. So the film Without Remorse, which is available on Amazon Prime, gets a B rating right here on the Meet Me at the Movies report card. Now, if you're looking for more uh, home entertainment that's new, that may want to be a Friday night spook night. Well, Netflix has something you may or may not want to consider. Things Heard and Seen uh, is a new film. It's a fish out of water, love triangle, haunted house story. Yeah, I know it's an odd combination, but trust me, that's what it is. I'll say it again. A fish out of water, love triangle, haunted house story. Amanda Seyfried, James Norton, Tad Dwyer, Karen Allen and F. Murray Abraham all star uh, in this film. It really offers some solid acting and the technical achievements, the sound, uh, sound design, the FX, uh, the cinematography, all those are pretty solid in this. But the story itself really felt a bit uninspired. Um, it looked to me to be kind of like a paint by numbers story. I felt like I've seen a haunted house, fish out of water, love triangle story like this before several times. Uh, there was nothing that felt particularly fresh uh, or engaging, um, but I did like the cast. I, I, like I said, I liked the technical aspects of it. There were a few scares. Uh, there's your typical horror tropes that you're gonna find uh, in this, as well as your mystery and suspense type of formula that you'll see. So like I said, there was really nothing, um, nothing really new there. Uh, there was nothing that felt original. And when you think back to what I just said about Without Remorse, how that's an action film that that had some same type of action formulas, but there was something about it that drew me in that made me feel like it was something new all over again. This horror film did not do this, but could some people enjoy it? Sure, yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, if you appreciate the cast, uh, if you think you want to have just a Friday fright night or a, a creature feature, maybe. Uh, if you're looking for something new that you haven't seen and you don't mind the horror tropes, the haunted house type of formula, then I think you'll be okay with this. But for me, I really felt like this was just a cruise control kind of horror film. I got to the end of the story. I kind of really forgot how I got there and I really didn't care. So for me, 
the film Things Heard and Seen gets a C rating, a C rating for me. Got time for one more uh, review I'm going to dive into, I think. Let me see. Yeah, I'm going to dive into one more review before we take a break. I'm looking at my time, so forgive me there. Uh, Foreign language film. This is a Danish film. I don't talk about too many Danish films uh, on this. I I think the last time I talked about anything uh, Danish, it was like a Danish pastry that uh, that my daughter um, burnt. Or, or no, she cooked, and, and I enjoyed tremendously. Uh, the film is called Riders of Justice. It is in theaters, and it is on streaming. Foreign language, Danish film. Uh, it's a revenge film, going back to another revenge film, starring Mads Mikkelsen as a soldier who returns home to care for his teenage daughter, uh, who was involved in a train accident that also killed his wife. The soldier learns pretty soon that this was not an accident, that maybe there was something else to it, begins to put the puzzle pieces together and soon gets an unlikely cast of characters and companions to help him figure out what to do next. Uh, It's a buddy action revenge comedy, and I did say comedy, and it's organic comedy that you'll find in this. It feels real. It feels uh, perfectly natural. Uh, Every scene I loved. Absolutely every scene I loved. Yes, it is subtitled, but I've told you before, I've shared with you time and time again, don't let the subtitles bother you. If it's a good film, good story, subtitles do not matter. It's the story that matters, and I think you can find that to be captivating. Riders of Justice has wonderful character chemistry. It really is spot on. The stylized action in this film is as solid as in any action film I've ever seen. It's that, that good. It captures you at the first scene, and it really doesn't release you until the final credits. Mickelson is absolutely perfectly cast here. I love him. I love his work. Uh, He was in another round that got... Uh, Oscar nominations and uh, and other awards. Actually, it, it, it um, um, has continued to do well during award season leading up through the Oscars. Uh, Mickelson was in that. Uh, you, you may want to check that out if you like his work. So if I'm trying to capture what this film is, imagine this, if the Hangover crew met Big, Big Bang Theory, met Brian Mills of Taken, that's what you would probably have with Riders of Justice. Let me say that again. So if the Hangover crew from the Hangover movies, Hangover movies, yeah, met the Big Bang Theory, yeah, the team for the Big Bang Theory, and then they teamed up with, yeah, that's right, Brian Mills from Taken, you would have Riders of Justice. This film gets a solid A rating for me right here on Meet Me at the Movies. Uh, it is in theaters and It is streaming and well worth your time. Well, we are going to take a a quick intermission right here on Meet Me in the Movies. We're going to come back with more. We're going to talk about some documentaries. Uh, We're going to talk about some uh, home releases. and, And we'll see what else we get to right here on Meet Me at the Movies. Stick around.
Yeti Baseball is here. Our players are raring to go and swing for the fences. But Yeti Athletics isn't all that's great about Cleveland Community College. We offer a wide variety of programs for students of all ages. We'll help you train for a new job, gain more skills for a promotion, or get a head start on college credits. We know students learn in different ways. That's why we offer online and in-person classes. CCC, we can help you move forward safely. Visit clevelandcc.edu today and go Yetis. Our fellow Americans. Right now, the COVID-19 vaccines are available to millions of Americans. And soon, they will be available to everyone. The science is clear. These vaccines will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. They could save your life. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. That's the first step to ending the pandemic and moving our country forward. It's up to you. Welcome back to Meet Me in the Movies right here on C19 TV. And if you're listening to the podcast and the radio version through WGWG, we thank you for that as well. We've covered quite a bit already uh, in this episode of Meet Me at the Movies, and we've got more to cover also. And I'm going to uh, make sure I, st- uh, I start my timer so I know how much time we got. Uh, and and I'm, I'm listening and looking for, for Paul to chime in and say, dude, you're running long. You're just running along, but we're not. We've still got a little bit of time to cover quite a bit more, at least I hope so anyway. I have been a fan of the the Volkswagen buses. I've been a fan of the, the vans, those classic custom vans. Uh, I've been a fan of music. I've been a fan of all those things. Uh, I, I used to want a custom van. We actually had one at WGWG at one point. It was called Pete. And then once we customized it, we called it Cheech because it looked more like uh, something that Cheech and Chong would drive. So what does music and these vans have in common? Uh, well, there's a, an Amazon Prime documentary you may want to check out called What Drives Us. And it's a documentary that is part music history and part econo van history as well. And it looks at kind of the marriage between the two. What I mean by that is when you think about traveling and you think about bands, you think about performances and how do you get from one place to the other? What drives us? At a deeper level, this documentary explores the history of bands and their touring. And it also, I think even more importantly, examines what motivates or drives the musicians to do what it is that they do. Uh, It explores their lifestyle along the way in this journey. First 30 minutes of this doc 
probably as good of a documentary as I've ever seen relating to music. It was compelling. It had truly uh, engaging and rich interviews, uh, archive footage stills, captivating music clips. Some of the interviews featured people like Ringo Starr, members of Aerosmith, U2, Megadeth, ACDC, and even acts that are under the radar, or maybe even some music acts you've never heard. And that was something that I appreciated about this. It explored a, a range of genres in music, but also a, a range in talent. And what I mean by that is A-list talent and then those that maybe you wish you had heard of. I think this documentary may even turn you on to some new music that you're not familiar with. Uh, I think it's a fascinating documentary and it's uh, told in a three act narrative structure. Fascinating, especially in the first and the third act. I think that it struggled a bit in the middle. Uh, it couldn't quite master the pacing of that first half hour. And that interrupted the flow for me. I, I still found it to be incredibly fascinating just because of the subject matter and the, the interview clips and the music and the stills and the archive footage. Some of this archive footage never seen before and stills never seen before. The final act really did found, find a way to refocus and take you to the power of the live show um, this actually, though, as I, as I looked at it and think about it and considered it even more, maybe it would have been more effective as a documentary short or maybe even a documentary series. As a standalone feature, that middle part just really took me out just a, a little bit. Um, but that said, I do think music fans are going to really appreciate it. I think you might even find things as a music fan you didn't even know about some of your favorite artists and musicians. If you like biographies, if you like Vans, eh, maybe even pop culture enthusiasts, I think all of those would be drawn to this documentary. Uh, the rating for me right here on Meet Me at the Movies and the documentary What Drives Us is a B minus, B minus rating. If you're looking for a, a home release and, and a a film that got lost during award season. Uh, I've got one for you. The new DVD and Blu-ray release for the uh, Mauritanian is out now. It is based on a true story. It stars Jodie Foster, who also won actually a Golden Globe for her role in this film. But it's one that just kind of flew under the radar. Dahar Rahim, Shailene Woodley, Benedict Cumberbatch, there you go. Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Every time I say his name, I have to say it three times. Zachary Levi, they all star in this film that's based on a true story of a man's long fight for freedom as he pursues justice, not only for himself, but also for others like him. Uh, the film is based on a New York best time, no, sorry, New York Times bestseller, uh, Guantanamo Diary. Uh, it's one of the most overlooked films of 2020. Uh, and you can now explore it in home delivery. If you get the DVD and Blu-ray, uh, some of the things you're going to find in this uh, that uh, that I think would be appreciative to you, uh, alternate opening, deleted scenes, a behind-the-scenes look at the real story, and also a look at the director, Kevin McDonald, as he discusses how he cast this film and, and some of the things he wanted to do to bring this story to life so i uh, recommend that if you have not seen it or if you're wanting to check it out and and thought maybe you could during award season check it out 
the Mauritanian uh, is now uh, available. I've been talking a little bit about true stories uh, over the course of this episode of Meet Me at the Movies, and there's another one that you may or may not remember. Um, several years ago, um, there was a, a, foiled, a foiled attempt to steal the body of Charlie Chaplin the corpse of, of, of Charlie Chapman. Well, at that it sounds like it, it could be a, it doesn't even sound real. It sounds like it could be a crazy film. Well, well, if that's what you're thinking, then yeah, there is a film called stealing Chaplin that follows two con men who decide they're going to dig up Charlie Chaplin's corpse and ransom it. That's the basis of the film. It's witty. Uh, it is wacky. It's an independent film. Uh, it is pure. Uh, it, it, it has pure insanity, full uh, of pure insanity. So think about some of these things. Um, what would happen if Butch Cassidy and Sundance met Monty Python for crumpets and tea? Or if Clark Griswold had British cousins? That's what you're going to feel like when you're watching this film. It really is filled with, with biting comic dialogue. Character chemistry between the two leads, solid. Uh, the story concept itself, wonderful. But here's the big but. The execution, the production value, and the supporting cast did not measure up to the potential of what this could have been. Uh, but I, I did find myself laughing uh, and enjoyed the engagement of it. Uh, so, um, but nothing that I'm going to remember uh, down the road uh, or go back to down the road. So a C minus rating for the film Stealing Chaplin. Uh, we do have room for, uh, let's see, I think we've got room for a couple more things. So let's see what else we can uh, chime in. Yeah, yeah, Tim, okay, room for just a little bit more. All right, uh, Reboot Camp, uh, that's a uh, mockumentary-inspired feature film that explores what happens when a fake self-help guru, try, let me try to say that again, what happens when a fake self-help guru and his friends decide to create a cult? Well, the cult is actually created by accident because all they're wanting to do is to see what will happen. What happens is is chaos with a SpaceX yeah, rocket booster on it. It is an ensemble mockumentary. It has its moments, quite a few moments actually, that worked. And they tried to channel the styles of the Ruddles or Borat or Spinal Tap. But it falls just a bit short, and it really does wear a bit thin after about an hour. Uh, I, this would have been better as standalone skits, or maybe even, maybe even a series type category. So the film is called Reboot Camp. I'm giving it a C rating. And if you're looking for a family film, I'm going to send a couple things out there for the, the families to check out. The Mitchells versus the Machines. This is RV meets the Wild Thornberries meets Attack the Block. Engaging animation, excellent dialogue, the voice casting, and the story are all wonderful. I think you're going to find this will appeal to kids and adults alike. Families will be drawn to this. It's available on Netflix. And there's plenty of nods to films where technology rises up against humanity in this. Uh, and they do it in some pretty inventive ways. An A rating for me for the Mitchells versus the Machines. And while we're on the whole family kick, I'm also going to recommend uh, The Bad Batch. This is from Disney Plus. Star Wars fans, take note. Uh, this new spinoff series from The Clone Wars is absolutely wonderful. It's well written. 
it's engaging, it's pure entertainment. Uh, it takes place during the time of the Revenge of the Sith after Order 66 is executed and there's an order to kill all of the Jedis. That's what the timeline is. The series itself follows genetically defected troopers who really don't accept or even recognize these orders and then they end up becoming fugitives and they search for meaning and they search for purpose. Uh, the Bad Batch, uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch, gets an A-plus rating for me. I've seen the first few episodes, and it will be well worth your time if you're a Star Wars fan, if you're looking for something for the family. Maybe you're looking to engage somebody who's never been associated with Star Wars, introduce them to it. This actually would not be a bad introduction, and then get them to go back and find some more along the way. But if you're a Star Wars fan, you're going to be completely taken by this. The Bad Batch from Disney+. Plus. Movie Code of the Week, as we wrap things up, this comes from Ever After, a Cinderella story. You know, a bird may love a fish, but where would they live? Until next time, for Meet Me at the Movies right here on C19 TV and for WGWG as well. I appreciate you always, appreciate you always taking the time to be here. And that is a wrap. Have a good